Let's have the conversation. WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. We're in conversation next with um, Irvin Ndlov, with the man accused of the murder of kidnap of murder of the murder, kidnapping and rape of four-year-old Bukhabopo has been sentenced to life imprisonment for the kidnapping and rape of another child. Ndogo Zazikali was acquitted of Bukhabo's murder on Monday, saying his confession was coerced and the evidence was inconclusive and therefore could not prove beyond reasonable doubt that he was indeed her killer. That is what the judge has found. He was sentenced to life imprisonment yesterday for the kidnapping and rape of a nine-year-old. He was out on bail when he was arrested for Bukhabo's rape and murder. We are now joined on the line by Irvin Glovo, who is Bukhabo uh, Bo's father. He now joins us on the line. Irvin, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, Elfian. Thank you for having me here. Take us through um, what happened on Monday um, and how you processed that information over the past few days. And come Thursday, you hear of the conviction of um, this um, guy. This is Undorozo. Um, but the conviction is of a nine-year-old's rape as well as kidnapping. Um, well, it was a whole different kind of emotions on, on Monday, Elfian. We were we were taken back to the news when my daughter passed on back in October last year. Uh, the emotions, the feelings, I remember very well how it was like, and we were just like, wow, can't believe this is happening. We were devastated, we were furious, we were agitated, we were angry. The only thing that was left out for, for, for us to do was to actually take the law into our own hands because we felt failed. And we didn't foresee what just happened now yesterday. Uh, because on Monday, we were told that he's been found not guilty for any charges involving him, my daughter. And um, we didn't think that the rape case will just turn things around and actually be the one that keeps him behind bars. Um, come yesterday, yesterday it was a whole different story. Uh, my case was never touched. The Bukhavo story was never touched. The Bukhavo case was never talked about. But um, we were just there to hear the sentencing for, 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 for his other rape case which was then sentenced to life in prison. Mm-hmm. And and how did you process that information? Um, well, for a moment, uh, I felt like jumping, man. Uh, I think there was a moment where I went and sat on top of a police van because I was very excited, I was happy. And um, I found myself smiling and um, it felt like Christmas for me in a while. I was very, very happy to know the news that he's going behind bars for such a long time. And um, I didn't look at the actual reason why he's going there, or I didn't even care if it's whether it's for my daughter or not. I was just happy for him going there because now it meant that a whole lot of kids are going to be safe outside with him being locked inside. And um, I rejoiced. I was very, very happy. And I, I know the fact that half a loaf is better than nothing at all. So him going there, it's a, it's a very good feeling for one to take. Yeah. And and, and as, as a father, what's your, I don't know, how to put this, but but what do you draw out of this particular experience? And I remember the last time we spoke about you and we spoke about grieving um, and also the description that you gave about um, the dog as well as Bukhabo's limbs as well. What what do you take from this? Well, um, I'm done grieving. But um, once again, when we spoke, you and I, last year, then in your studios, I told you that I don't have faith in the South Africa's justice system. And I was, here I am. I've been proven right. Um, what I can actually take from this situation is that 
the Bukhabo story has helped this red case. I don't think they would have gotten justice if it was not for Bukhabo. She actually helped the case. She also gave it a prominence for them to actually look into it deeper and for, for them to actually give a lengthy sentence. Um, and I think it's not something that we're just going to look at from a distance because we are going to take the matter forward ourselves. And um, the last sentence he was given, he should actually expect more if that is possible in the South African system. I don't know how it works. But um, this is not a matter that we're also going to put on the side, put to bed. We're actually going to try and appeal this. Yeah, well, unfortunately, life sentence is the highest that you can actually get. Um, and, um, you know, the other time as well, again, just remembering our conversation, um, were you guys able to find all of her body parts? Oh, oh man. We haven't. He uh, hadn't spoken about where the body parts are, who was involved. Um, but I tell you what, uh, Adrian, we are not putting this to bed. We need to find the people involved. We want to leave Nostan unturned. And I'm actually speaking to you right now because earlier on on the day today, we've, we had a virtual meeting with uh, Afifram um, here now. And um, they're actually going to help us expand the investigation. And um, we're trying to see what we're going to get out of this situation because if if the Zikali agrees to kidnapping the child, but then does not want to tell us what happened then, he does not agree to the matter, but he did confess to kidnapping the child. So that means there are people that he's protecting. There are people involved as well here. So this is what we want to try and do and try to get, because now we are actually expanding the, the, the investigation, and um, we feel that the investigating officers who were handling the case did not do a stellar job. This is why we're here today. Yeah. And what sort of assistance did the Afri Forum's private prosecution unit give you? Um, as, I, as I said, that we only had a conversation this morning, a meeting. They're actually going to look deep into the case. There are no things that I'm willing to share right now as to how it's going to go or what's there for them to look into. But uh, all I can say is that they actually are helping us and we are very, very grateful to them. Uh, myself, together with Father Sia, uh, I'm not going to let this slide. We actually reached out to them, and they were more than happy to help us. But um, at this moment in time, uh, I think it will be not a wise move for me to share all the aspects of the case. Totally understand. And how's Bukhabo's mom doing? Um, we are mixed emotions. Uh, I don't think there's any difference to how I'm feeling and to how she's feeling. There's a bit of joy, and there's also a bit of sadness, knowing that, okay, we received justice, but is it our justice? No, it's not. It's somebody else's justice. Thank you so much for your time, Evan and Lovu there. Uh, the father of Bukhabo Bo, who was um, murdered last year, and um, her body parts, as you just heard now, that not all of them have been found. And, uh, of course, one of the gruesome cases that we covered last year, and uh, one of the descriptions that was given last year as well, was that um, it was a dog that had one of her limbs, and um, that sparked that investigation. 0614-104-107. Your tweets at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 86 2032